Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 26 for me and season 22 for Amanda. And this is day five of season 94. Our first question asks, what's dry ice made of? Carbon dioxide. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah really I'm no... No get-arounds in this one, no alternate ways in. I think I've known it since high school that this was the case. Yeah. So. Uh, Something I learned only recently is dry ice was originally a trademark. Oh. It was just solid carbon dioxide until somebody, I think in the early 20th century, figured out how to manufacture it en masse and use it as coolant and marketed it as dry ice. And then at some point the trademark expired. Interesting. But I have nothing else to say about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> so that was that. That's dry ice. It's carbon dioxide. We both got it. Yep. Question two asks us for a monstrous brand ambassador that first appeared in film, on film in 1984 and were, was influenced by the Michelin Tire Man and the Pillsbury Doughboy. Well, this is the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, uh, if you don't know, and... I'm not sure how you could avoid knowing listening to a <laughs> podcast like ours, but that's the the creature from Ghostbusters, yep. which came out in 1984. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. And, uh, and so this another question that this is the answer to is, Ray, what did you do? <laughs> um, yeah, this, I, I, I suppose I would have guessed that the those were influences on on it or if mm-hmm. i i also would have believed that the person who devised it had never seen either of those because yeah. you know what the heck uh, i did however spell it completely wrong i missed uh, it a little bit too yeah. i left the y out i don't know why i have it in my head that there's no y yeah i left the y and the t out of stay and puffed so i had stap puff huh. rather than stay puffed but i did stay hyphenate puff. it I mean, that's another one where the T probably gets a bit mm-hmm. alighted in the times yeah. that it's talked about. Yeah. So, I think I'll get it. But oh, I, I, I should think. Yeah. I mean, that I mean, sounds I've definitely like a definitely got Marshmallow Man in there, so yeah. <laughs> it's clear what I was going for. Yes, I don't think there was a stop uh non-Marshmallow Man or any similar um, creature <laughs> it could be mistaken for. Question three asks us about what country um, is home to the long-branched Saiba tree, as well as Tikal National Park, where they are abundant. Uh, and the name com- is believed to come from the Nahuatl, for place of many trees, the name of this country, mm-hmm. um, which kind of tells you, okay, uh, Central South America. Right. Uh, that sounds like one of those sort of Aztec, Inca, etc., uh, Quechua sort of languages. Um, so it's basically just down to, if you don't know it, which I didn't, uh, is figuring out, okay, what country might be named after this Nahuatl word? And I kind of th- tried thinking of the Central American countries, Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, and I was just dismissing them all as, no, these are these all sound uh, much more Spanish. Okay, let's go into South America. You got Colombia? No. Bolivia? No. It's after Boulevard. Chile? No. Venezuela? Maybe. Brazil? Maybe. Argentina? No. Uh, Paraguay? Uruguay? Mm, maybe, but no. 
So I, I kind of settled on it's either Venezuela or Brazil. Because I could, I, I could see both of those being Spanish words or Central American indigenous mm. words. Hmm. Um, and I kind of a weighted coin flip. I kind of came down on Venezuela just because I could not figure out what that could be in Spanish. So it mm-hmm. sort of isolated it as, all right, it, if I can't figure out what it means in Spanish like I can for Colombia and Bolivia and Argentina, etc., then it's more likely to have been an indigenous, possibly Nahuatl uh, word. And, the, and I kind of eliminated Brazil based on, uh, I can hardly imagine that Brazil has a single national tree just because it's got all the yeah. trees. <laughs> so um, many trees. Yeah. And so it seems like narrowing one down would be kind of crazy for them to do. Uh, or if it were, it would be something more famous because it was like industrially useful or the like. Mm. Uh, so uh, I, I, I have logic my way down to Venezuela. Okay. So I initially thought to myself, is this possibly Guatemala? Because I thought it's not Mexico, I don't think. Um, and that was the next place that kind of occurred to me, thinking of how a language like Nahuatl is probably, you know, kind of located primarily in Central America. Um, but I didn't really have a strong, you know, confidence in that or a, a reason to believe that that was actually correct other than it's just kind of like the next country I think of after Mexico and mm-hmm. as you, you know, sort of visualize Central America. So... Sure. Um, I thought my way through as many other Central American company countries rather as I could think of, um, also eliminating the ones that were clearly that, you know, that are definitely words in Spanish, like El Salvador, Nicaragua, um, you know, and, and I kind of put a bookmark, you know, left a bookmark there in, uh, Mexico itself, in Guatemala, in Honduras, thinking about like I you know I don't know what those might translate to in Spanish if that's you know you know all of them sound sort of Spanish inflected but if I don't know what it means like Costa Rica I know what that (laughs) stands for um and so you know kind of thought like I said put a pin in those few considered South American countries too um just because you know that uh, that influence um, of that indigenous culture may have reached down there, um, but couldn't, like, none of the ones I could come up with, you know, same process, uh, like you described, eliminate the ones that I know kind of the Spanish uh, derivations of, eliminate ones like Suriname, which I, you know, seem like they wouldn't have any connection to this, um, and kind of came back to, okay, I think it's going to be in Central America, and my candidates are Honduras, Guatemala, and Mexico. Um, I then sort of thought to myself, does one of these have a flag that has that tree on it? Like, I I sort of Mm. had it in my head that, like, if this was emblematic of the country, then perhaps it's right on the literal emblem. Um, And thought, you know... I can pretty well picture Spain's flag 
for the most part, like I'm, I'm pretty sure it doesn't have that, um, in its design. And I also thought that Mexico doesn't really sound like, you know, it, it would somehow be place of many trees or even that it's necessarily very Nahuatl sounding. Um, you know, similarly for Honduras, I couldn't, that one I kind of eliminated, you know, more off the bat because it just didn't, didn't click. Um, but something about Tikal National Park and the fact that the first syllable of Guatemala sounds like Nahuatl, it's Guat and Huat are mm. very closely, um, yep. kind of sounding together, um, I thought, I think that's my best guess. And I think in retrospect, I may have read something about Tikal National Park, like in the Smithsonian or, you know, many months ago, um, it might've ran across something like that or possibly in my future crunch, uh, newsletters, because hmm. that, that's something that could have been mentioned there. Um, so I finally thought, you know, Guatemala sounds as good as anything. So I'll go ahead and put that down and very cautiously click submit <laughs> and it was correct wow well done i am shocked <laughs> i i specifically remember dismissing guatemala because i thought it would that it was a formation of like bad water agua mal oh so okay that it, it just sounded too spanish mm. despite as you say being very close to nahuatl itself mm. so. huh too bad oh. Question four asks us for a Pulitzer-winning American poet, and I'm out. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, all I had to go on for myself was uh, American woman poet who committed suicide. Mm -hmm. And so I put down Sylvia Plath. Yeah, same here, the, even the though I answer. absolutely knew that it was not. I was pretty sure because it was I, wrong. I was pretty sure that Sylvia Plath died before the 1970s. Yes, uh, and I did not recognize any of these collections. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think that Plath did that many. Like, this is five different things. Yeah. And I feel like... And I know there are others Plath that are named did, other things. Yeah, the Bell Jar. That was a novel. The, uh, really? Yes, oh, okay. it was. I read it. Oh, okay. Um, so, I, yeah, I just didn't know that she had that many works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, so... But for lack of anything else and i never would have come up with the actual answer which was ann sexton right i'm sure plath is gonna well i would assume uh based well, on our n of two here that it's going to be the most common wrong answer yeah I have a feeling. um but yeah i've i've definitely heard of ann sexton but i have not read her work or much about her specifically um you know it's probably not a topic i'm eager to delve into mm -hmm. um given her personal history sounds difficult to mm. to to kind of take on for oneself yeah um so yeah i am i uh was not going to get that one uh in a million years basically question five asks us uh what modern day country um or excuse me uh what culture or people um was sort of the ruling culture of Cambodia and parts of other Southeast Asian countries starting in 802. Uh, Cambodia, it's probably the Khmer. Yeah. Other than that, I would not know. Uh, I know that the, mm -hmm. uh, I know from my somewhat limited 
studies of East Asian history that the Khmer Rouge, which I'm probably more familiar with, was seeking to hearken back to this historical empire. Right. Uh, rather than being a continuation of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were uh, referencing that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I went with, and I was fairly certain of it. Yeah, I think I more or less learned that from you, because I recall that, didn't you have um, your master's degree? There was a project related mm-hmm. to that. It, um, the Khmer Rouge, Cambodian uh, Reconciliation, yeah. Yes, um, and, and so I think that I kind of picked that up along the way, that that was the name of the um, that ruling culture. And with this description... And, you know, just sort of the fact of Cambodia being central to it um, and then branching into parts of other countries, as as noted in the question, I thought, you know, it's not going to be some other, like, it's not going to be the Lao people because that's kind of in the question. Um, but also, if Cambodia is kind of the key country in question, then Khmer is what I'm definitely going to guess. So that's what I put down as well. And that was correct. Yeah. Question six. Uh, I'm going to let you read this one because you <laughs> winkled it out and I totally did not. <laughs> I am going to read it in the rhythm of its answer, which is ballroom dance, German word to revolvingly. And so. I did not pick up on this at all because <laughs> I have a very bad sense of rhythm. Ah. Um, and so even, even reading it, I just... I, I mean, I, I knew there was something in there, but I couldn't winkle it out. I, I don't think even if I had picked up on that, I'm, I would have figured it out because I was thinking modern ballroom dance oh. rather than the classical. So I was just basically trying to think of if there was anything I could think of that I'd... Cause I've seen a couple of movies about ballroom dance, and so mm-hmm. maybe I picked up something and I was just trying to think of any dance-related move I could think of and any German... Word that might mean revolve, uh, which is a word that I very frequently confuse with rotate. So I had to kind of get that out of my mind and just oh. try to think of you know what what might I have heard in German that would evoke two things revolving around each other, and just nothing came to mind. And I finally punted mm. and went with whirligig, huh. okay. possibly because it also fit the three syllable structure. <laughs> Uh, sure. So subconsciously, I caught it, but mm. you actually caught it. So explain <laughs> to us what was going on there, please. Well, if I think of a ballroom dance, like initially, I just kind of took this as, at face value and thought a ballroom dance with a German word name is waltz. That's the thing that I, you know, I, I don't know of other ballroom dances with German names, really. Um, and... I don't, you know, I, I I think when you're talking about like modern ballroom dance, you're talking about like competitive yeah. ballroom dance. I, yeah, I don't know if waltz fits into that I, yeah, scenario no, at all. No um, but it is certainly still taught to people in ballroom dance lessons, which mm-hmm. I have taken. Um, and so, uh, you know, it, it seemed to make enough sense that it could mean to revolve. Like I, I don't know German either. So, um, that didn't really add much to my certainty. Um, but once I had more or less settled on waltz as my answer, then I was kind of like ballroom dance. That's three syllables, German word, three syllables to resolve, revolve fittingly. 
um, really cinched it for me because I was like, ah, that is the the um, little hint that's kind of embedded in the question mm -hmm. is the rhythm of it is a waltz rhythm, which is a, a three beat, one, two, three, um, one, two, three, one, yeah, two, three. evenly paced kind of thing. And so, yeah, that I, once I thought of that, I was definitely um, uh, sure I was getting it right with waltz. And you did. Correct. Which means you have five on the day. I did. I consider it to be a fairly difficult day because I got three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I'm especially happy with the Guatemala grab there because um, I think that one may play tough enough. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm up against uh, my Kriya in mm. the Rundle. So, wow. okay. <laughs> and, and that person is formidable. Mm -hmm. um, so I... You know, given that I've definitely heard of Anne Sexton and know she's kind of a major literary figure, uh, I won't be surprised to get beard on and lose this. Um, and I can only hope that getting a geography question like that one means I won't lose too awful many points, maybe <laughs> only one or two, and yep. and not, you know, ruin my uh, match point differential <laughs> is all I can hope for. Yeah. Um, or there's a chance, you know, that I might uh, uh, pull one out for a tie or, mm -hmm. or dare I imagine, a win. But um, I faint hope there. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I did find this to be a tougher day and was yeah. a bit surprised to, yeah. to, to, to do as well as I did. So. Well done. And uh, I guess I, <laughs> so you don't want to talk about your day. I got three. <laughs> I, I might have, I feel like I could have maybe gotten to Guatemala. Mm. I mean, if I just sort of thought about it differently. Eh. Um, I still haven't looked up to see what the hell Venezuela or Brazil might mean. Oh, yeah. Um, I was never going to get to Anne Sexton. No. Not at all. Understandable. Uh, I would, with a hundred guesses, I would not have assembled those letters in that order. Mm -hmm. um, and Waltz, eh, maybe. But... I would have figured you might get that yeah, one. Yeah, the, knowing, the word the wordplay of it. A you little know, bit about it. Like I uh, like how much I hate all of the wordplay categories <laughs> on Jeopardy uh, that seem to have uh, exploded since the demise of the beloved Alex Trek. I feel like he yeah. was keeping a finger in the dike on those for a long time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just uh, it just didn't land for me. Mm. That the, the and I knew there was going to be some kind of gimmick, and, and and it may just be that I just don't have, you know, that that innate rhythm sense that a lot of other people do, to yeah. that extent. That I just like uh, I I kind of get the same when I'm reading poetry or even uh, mm -hmm. like iambic, uh, oh, like Shakespeare yeah. and the that like. Like I just very I, clear, yeah yeah, I, it's difficult for me reading verse. Mm -hmm. So this one mm -hmm. this question was verse, and I did not get it. Oh, well, oh. that's too bad. Yep. Well, that's it for today. Tune in on, in fact, I think Wednesday. Yeah. yeah for I think more post off analysis. Because mm. um, we're off on Monday for the U.S. Labor Day holiday. Yep. Um, so you've got three days to remember. Don't forfeit. Don't cheat.